Hello and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me as always is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I wanted to start us off today for anyone that listened to the speed dating episode. There was a, a woman in there and her we named her Malibu. And so today I got us some Malibu to toast to her. She did not reach back out to us regarding that night, but I still am keeping hopes that uh, she'll reach out. Yes, one of these days, <laughs> she probably found love and she's good now, and she's not speed dating any longer. Well, Malibu, if you're out there, this one's for you. Cheers, cheers. Malibu. <laughs> Ooh, it's so delicious. She says she doesn't chase, so whoever I know, her but had she could email her. us, let us she know could. how she's doing. She Maybe could just give us an update. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her friend was kind of cool too. So. Yeah, Glasses. Yeah. Is that what her name was? Yeah, I guess it was Glasses, <laughs> glasses. yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know why that just sounded funny because it's like, it's not an insult, but it kind of sounds insulty. Yeah. I don't know. And they didn't even look like friends. You know what I mean? Like they, they were friends, but you know how sometimes they uh, friends tend to look alike? They no. didn't look anything alike. You I know don't look they anyone. Look. Well, at least like there's like certain things about them that they look similar I don't know how to explain it. Friends, you like you can tell friends are friends, if you will. They don't need to be like exactly alike, mm. but you like personality or something. Anyways, they didn't really particularly. Look I actually like don't have any friends that I think they have the same personality as me or even similar. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm a lot sometimes to handle. I don't know if I can handle another person like me. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into it today because we have a lot to cover. Um, today we are going to be opening up the X-Files. Mm. Now this is EX, not to be confused with X-Files, the TV right. show, which right. was a really good show, by the way. It Did you watch? It was a great show, yeah. You yeah. know, that show always reminds me of Tales from the Crypt. I think, I don't know if it came on at similar times or maybe it's just the... Um, like the years where they were popular, but yeah. I always think of like X-Files and then Tales from the Crypt, which was also a really good show. Yeah. But I did watch it like a few years ago. It does not hold up. No, no, <laughs> no. Some of it is dated. Um, what is it? The, um, what was the other show like that? Uh, uh, Twilight Zone. Oh, yes. Those still hold up. But mm. I think it's because they're black and white. So it takes you back to that time like, oh, okay, this is a You give them a time. pass because it's... Yeah. Whereas you watch something that was done in the 80s or 90s, it's still color. So you kind of look at it as like, oh, it looks dated. Yeah. Whereas in black and white, it does too, but it takes you to like, okay, just so that we're clear. Yeah. Is, give us a little bit a of leeway of because it's yeah. bad, but this yeah. was before we knew what good television... Well, I'm sure there was some good television, yeah. but my yeah. dad really liked The Twilight Zone. It was a great show. It made you think and it was sci-fi and sci-fi wasn't all that, that big. It was semi-sci-fi. It was mm. horror. It was, yeah, made you think. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but so we're talking about the X-Files. So I got these, um, basically the the don'ts. Don't do these things after a breakup in regards to your ex. I got this from the Instagram account. It's called Relationship Secret 2023. Mm -hmm. So give that person a shout out, whoever account that is, that like this is where I got those points. So we're going to kind of go through them and like, you know, see what's up. I mean, what, what you should do. What we're not supposed to do. Right. I probably should have heard or <laughs> probably pulled up this list before yeah. all my exes, but okay, let's let's do it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've done some of these. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have too. Um, okay. So number one is don't beg for another chance. Oh, man. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, but like, I, I guess it's um, if if a person came to you and said like, look, this isn't working out. Let me ask you, because I may say something like, if I really care about this person, I may say like, well, what is it? Maybe we can work through it. Like, let's say they never brought anything up. Is like that... If, uh, whoever, who's initiating it? Let me ask you that. Are you talking about like if a guy Right. So like it? if a guy said to me, he sat me down and said, Robbie, like, look, I think we should part ways. Is me asking, again, if I care about this person, is me saying like, well, what is it? Maybe it's something we can work through. Is that like begging or is that just like... You're trying to get more information. No, I think that's getting more information. Okay. Because if it's something like, okay, is it something that I did? Is it my personality? I think rejection is hard. So if yeah. you're going to get rejected, I should at least know why you're rejecting me. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's something that I'm doing, you know, perhaps I can change it. Perhaps I can't. If it's just who I am as a person, you know, at least I know that, okay, that's Well, I mean, it could be, it maybe too. it's not in regards to me per se, but there's something in our relationship that maybe they haven't said it before. Like they haven't brought it up as it's an issue. And maybe you were like, oh, it could be like, 
I don't and know. The person never knew. And never yeah, really like had let's a say that I was working a lot. Like let's say something was going on in my job and I was required to do a lot of overtime. And so I was kind of absent, right? Yeah. And maybe that person was like, look, you're obviously too busy. I think we should part ways or whatever. It could be something where I could say, like, look, this job situation, this is a temporary thing. Sure. And we can kind of talk it out. But yeah. the begging thing, I mean, it's happened to me. I don't know yeah. if it's it's happened to me. I, I've I don't think I've ever begged. Although I think I did. This was many, many years ago, though, like when I was a teenager. I might have done that. I'm not including that because we didn't know anything about anything. <laughs> so <laughs> As an like, adult, I would never. Yeah. As an adult, I don't think I've ever done that. Like some, most of the time I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's kind of different for <laughs> women too because like I've heard like well, when women are done, we're usually done. They're yeah. usually because we have tried for so long. But I think for men, I don't know if it's the same. Do they just like keep trying to put up with it, put up with it, put up with it. And then eventually they come to you and say like, hey, we need to end this. Yeah, typically it's, yeah. So that, I think that, and I can't speak for women, but it feels like when women come to that decision, they've thought about it for a while. Yeah. Now they're just bringing you into the fray and letting you know. (laughs) So asking, you can ask, but begging is not going to do you any good because they've already made that decision. You're done. You're done at that point. It's over. You can ask, what could I have done better? Or is there something? Because sometimes they might just genuinely not be interested in you anymore. That happens too. I mean, but what are you going to do? Um, but for men, and I kind of feel like, man, I, I might be unique, but I'm still trying. Even if I'm in a relationship where I am not 100% happy, I'm still trying and trying and trying. And then finally, once it hits, like, okay, I, I just can't do this anymore. That's when I let them know, like, hey, sorry, you know, like, it's time for us to. But you know what I mean? But there's not a lot of lag, lag time between that. Like, let's say on Monday, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't mm. do this. By Tuesday or Wednesday, that's when you're going to get your notice. If not on Monday, you're going to get your notice. Whereas a woman might say, I'm done on Monday, and then a month will go by. Mm. (laughs) And then she'll drop the hammer and be like, okay, we're done for one reason or the other. I don't know why. I don't know if maybe the timing or or why they would do that. But I don't know about that per se, but if I was in a relationship, a serious relationship, I would have multiple conversations before it got to that point, right? So... If you don't take it as that, if I go to you and say like, look, I'm not happy. These are these things I need changed or whatever it is. And I continue to have a few conversations about that, like bringing it up and then you decide to do nothing. Then when I'm finally like, okay, look, it's not ultimatums or anything like that. It's just like, I'm trying to make this work. I'm coming to you to try to fix these things because I care about you. But if you don't want to work with me, eventually I'm going to reach a breaking point and be like, I'm sorry. And the begging part just feels uncomfortable, I think, for for both parties. Um, The second one is don't seek them out on social media. Oh, don't (laughs) seek them out on... I just want to make sure don't. Okay. We have so much curiosity in us of like, how are they doing? What? Who are they doing? What are they... You know what I mean? So like, I don't think I would look them up. I have it where sometimes it does pop up, but people you may know if it's connected to your phone or if they're... What am I supposed to do? Ignore that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kidding. I mean, that is uncomfortable, I guess. When I think. It pops up. I think when I know it's a don't, mm. but I don't think we're ever going to not do that. Right. The only way, the only way that you would guarantee that you wouldn't do that. Well, even then, you can get around it, but you could try to like block them. Because mm. once you block them, then you won't see anything yeah. about them anymore. That might be an extreme and it might seem almost aggressive, mm. but it could be um, that you just want to n- stop thinking about them. So back in the day, because mm-hmm. I am an, of an older generation, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Gen X, right? <laughs> so back in the day, whenever I broke up with somebody, uh, either in my teens or my 20s, the way I would do that, because we didn't have social media to go, I mean, to, to, to troll anybody or anything like that. So anything that I had of them, I got rid of. Mm-hmm. I either threw it away or burned it. Mm-hmm. And that way I was forced not to think about them anymore. And I could move on with my life. Remember back in the day before social media, would people would drive by your house to see if you were home? Yeah, Is that a still thing a thing yeah. now? Oh, I don't know now. Because I'm saying, can you like, um, well, I don't know. I guess if you had it. Okay. Let me ask an Apple question. I know some couples like have that tracker on their phone for mm-hmm. their partner. Mm-hmm. But when you break up, you can turn that off, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know if people still actually. I mean, technology has gotten yeah. like to stalk people. It's gotten a lot worse because mm. <laughs> now you can put actually like technology around. Like if you have like an air tag, and that happens sometimes too, mm. where they might put an air tag on your car, and uh-huh. then they can see where you're going, and and and, track and you it. wouldn't know about it. You wouldn't know about it unless you had an Apple yourself. If you had an Apple phone, uh-huh. it would tell you there's an air tag close to you. Just mm. FYI, and it's not yours. <laughs> Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but if you're, I'm assuming if you're an Android, you would have no earthly idea. They would just place <laughs> it somewhere inside your car somewhere or like somewhere around it. Yeah. And they could track your every move everywhere you went. Well, at least wherever the car went anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. That's weird. I, yeah. I wouldn't mind if my boyfriend was tracking because it's like, I don't have anything to hide, so I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, if, if there was someone who... Yeah. I feel like I you uh, might be able to do it with the tile too. So it's not just an air tag, but you might be able to do it with the tile as well. So, you know, so you can find your keys and whatnot. Mm. You might be able to do it that way too. Well, so there, as, I don't know how you would know. As I was saying that, I was like, I don't know if people drive by people's houses anymore. I, I take that back actually, because that's happened to me even up to a few years ago. So I guess people still. Well, but here's what ends up happening. Here's why they do it too. So I know they're saying don't do that, but let's just say guy comes up to you and says, Robbie, Sorry, I don't think we should see each other anymore. And then you might be heartbroken or whatever. You might not express it, knowing you, you might have a stone cold <laughs> face. But maybe you're a little upset, a little hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you could ask questions. Is something I did, this, that, and the other? And I could be like, no. Or I could say, you know what, Robbie, you were, um, you know, I tried to work with you, but you were just this way and you had this personality and you had this and you had that. And try to blame it on you. And maybe you fight back and say, no, no, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it ends, right? No, sure oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My phone started. See how they listen? They listen in on everything, just so you know. But now that now that I know that that's going to happen, let me let me turn it off. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. So, um, but then let's say you do look them up on social media, and the day after you guys broke up, you see mm. them with somebody else taking selfies with another woman. So then you would be like, he made it sound like it was me mm. all along. He had this other girl because unless he got into a relationship within the last 24 hours, they met and they decided to take selfies together. This dude's <laughs> full of crap. And sometimes that happens, too, yeah. because then it makes that other person angry. Now, again, it's still a don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't look him up. But I can see where people are like, wait a minute. Yeah. I thought we were rolling along just fine. This is coming out of the blue. I don't you know, recall them really mentioning anything that was bothering them. Now all of a sudden I'm seeing them with somebody else. So that's one of the reasons why people do it. Yeah. Because they want to know, is it really me? Was it really the relationship or was there another person Yeah. that he was trying to make me feel a certain kind of way? Turns out it was, he was, he was jeeping all along. (laughs) (laughs) I think if it comes out of nowhere, most of the time it's because they met someone else. Maybe. Like, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. The only way to know is that you're trying to get clues. Everybody's yeah. everybody's into true crime and investigating yeah. and, you know, you have all these, you know, internet investigators. That yeah, that if I be. was in a long-term relationship and he broke up with me and the very next day I saw that, yeah, I probably would be like curiosity <laughs> of like wanting to maybe, but I don't know what you could find out. I mean, if... I you would it, know the truth. Yeah. Then you... But then here's the problem with that. Again, this is why it's a don't. Then you're going to question your entire relationship. Yeah. Like, was he always doing that or was she always doing that? Like, what the heck is going on? Here I thought we're in a committed relationship and things were going along smoothly. Smoothly. Then he breaks up with me and then all of a sudden I see him on a, like, what is going on? Like, but again, it's a don't because now you're going to be plagued with all these thoughts going into your head and trying to think back. What about that time that he didn't mm. come home that night and he said he was working and... It's just Baby, a, my car won't start. <laughs> but I think, you know, you're right. I think it's a don't because once it happens and once it ends, yeah. you should, for all purposes, intend to try to move on and not think about that anymore. But yeah. I feel like that um, there's been a couple of scenarios where you and I have um, known someone and we found them, like, let's say social media and they're in a relationship with someone and then that ends and then really soon after they're tagged with another person and you and I sometimes will like look to see because like the timeline is so close. It's like, dude, Mm -hmm. we know you had her already. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) Love social media, man. It tells you a story. Never mind what they're posting. Mm -hmm. That's nothing. That's all phony. But 
when you look at the timelines and you look at the memes that they put up and you look yeah. at the different sayings that they have, because that's the other thing. No too. one can love you more than yourself right. and be okay with yourself. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I totally agree with all those, but you can tell when somebody's going through something, yeah, right? Because usually if you look at the messages, they'll be like, are you okay? What's going on? <laughs> like, yeah. Is everything fine? Like, are you in a doubt? Like what's, what's happening? But, mm. but yeah, social media, um, I, you know, and I know we all do it to a certain degree, but it's not a good idea. Yeah. When you're in an emotional state, it's not a good idea to post. It's not a good idea to 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 look people up mm-hmm. or troll anybody or whatever. Because again, even the word troll, I'm not sure if that implies that you're messing with them or mm. uh, but here's the other thing that people do too, when it comes to that, they'll set up fake accounts. And sometimes that happens too. And so they'll set up a fake account because they don't want you to know that it's them looking at your stuff. So they set up this fake profile. Now that's another level. That's a whole level of crazy (laughs) that I cannot relate. That is so extreme. People do it. Sometimes they'll do it while they're in a relationship. Oh, just yeah. to see if they can catch them doing something else that they're not supposed but to But you doing. already clearly have trust issues. If you're going to do that, isn't that the key indicator that maybe I shouldn't be with this person because maybe. I am pretending to be some hot Instagram model and I'm going to message you just to see what you say. That's people, if you're doing that, please, please stop. <laughs> I always see that as an entrapment. So anytime anybody messages me, I'm always skeptical every mm. single time, unless they're a true friend, in which case I know it's like, okay, yeah. You, so I like a random exactly. person, maybe like, hey. Even if it's just an acquaintance or yeah. somebody that I, you know, somebody of somebody that I knew mm. and I friended them just because they know some of the same mutual people or whatever. Mm. Even then I'm just like, mm, no, <laughs> no. I, I, I go with the, I go with a certain amount of skepticism. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like if you're walking down the street. I'm old school, so back in the day, you know, the 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 hustlers and stuff, they would always come up to you and be like, "Hey, you want to make some extra money?" Or you see those guys with the cards, and uh-huh. they're like, "All you got to do is pick the right card, and you win two hundred bucks." Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Mm-mm, and no. they got that that part of the person there that the um that's part of the con. What do they call that person? I don't know the accomplice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, they're, like, they're in on. Look the, how easy he won all exactly, this Exactly, exactly. But I've been I've been around the block too many times, so I'm just like, no, I'm good. You, you, you're fine. I don't need to try to win any money. <laughs> Maybe it's different for women, but like I don't talk to any people that approach me in the street. Like I'm just, yeah. I will. Yeah. Maybe that's rude. It's I don't the same know. Concept but, though, in social yeah. media, anybody that approaches me, unless I know you. I'm not going to engage in Yeah, if I get like a weird message from someone, even maybe somebody I'm connected with on Instagram or something, but I haven't spoken to them in years. I mean, even a female, they send me a direct message or something. It's probably because their phone got hacked. So yeah. like I wouldn't even click on it because it's like, I haven't talked to you in 20 years. Yeah. You wouldn't be sending me a DM. Right. So, right. so. Uh, number three is don't date or marry the first one that comes along. I'm sorry, so, say that one more time. <laughs> the rebound you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. like you end a relationship, the very first person, don't try to like be with them, be with them or marry that person. Like Aww. obviously you're in an emotional state. Mm. And I guess if you make it clear, um, if you're just dating casually and you're just like, look, I just, I just got to have a relationship. I just want to have fun. I mean, guys would be like, sure. <laughs> First of all, no woman ever says that, just so that we're clear. I agree that that's a don't. but Not even after like a divorce, well, here, a woman here, here, wouldn't. Here, so there's a caveat to that. Um, or let me, yeah. So the caveat would be this. If you get out of a serious relationship, you really should take the time to process that before you get out there. The mistake that people make, both men and women, is they go out there almost immediately mm-hmm. or they don't give it enough time. And so then they put themselves out there and then they find somebody. Now, the problem is that the person that you might find might be the best person for you. Might not. But because you are you still haven't dealt with it, it's usually not a good idea. So I learned that the hard way when I first started dating after my divorce was that anytime if, if I had asked a woman and they say they just got a relationship, let's say it was within a month or mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, I knew or I figured out really quick, we're going to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. but it probably won't lead to anything. Yeah. Because even after you have all this fun with them, eventually the emotions come back that they have to start. And then it starts to come out. So if you're, you've been seeing each other for like a month and let's say it's been fun, mm-hmm. right? We'll just call it that. Then all of a sudden they start talking about their exes more and more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. It starts to consume the conversation. I'm like, she's not ready. Wouldn't that come out like the first couple of dates though? If she's that emotional no, about it? No, because, because typically they're trying to forget. Oh. So they just want to have fun. So that's what I'm saying. When you go out with them, you're like, okay, let's go have fun. 
let's go do this, let's go do that, let's go dinner. You're having fun mm-hmm. and everything is fun because they're they're doing their best to get over that person. Mm. The problem is that those emotions and those thoughts won't go away until you address them. And yeah. so it usually manifests itself afterwards. After you're having all that fun, then there's some downtime. That's when everything starts to flow out. Yeah. And you can almost tell immediately, oh, they're not over their ex. Yeah. So where does that put me? And sometimes they'll eventually break up with you because they're like, yeah, I can't do this anymore, blah, blah, blah. Because again, they never dealt with that emotion. So you end up being the rebound person and you're pretty much stuck. So yeah. you, you, again, you just have to gauge and most even like, <laughs> let's say seasoned daters, the women don't ask that right off the gate. When was your last relationship? Mm-hmm. How did it end? <laughs> like that, yeah. it's almost a standard question that you get nowadays. And so when you get that, you, you know, you tell them, oh, it's been X amount of time, whatever. But if it's too close mm-hmm. in proximity, a week, two weeks or a month even, they usually, they'll raise an eyebrow like, mm, are you really over them? They might not say it, but that's that's the reason why they're asking. Well, Mostly because they've been in that same situation too. Yeah, something that's happened to me, um, it wasn't that I wasn't over my ex, but when I was doing the rebound thing, what happens is, is that um, you mistake the feelings for this new person. Because let's say that you're in a long-term relationship and it was bad for a while and, you know, whatever. You start dating somebody else and you have that new dating, um, the the butterflies and all that kind of stuff. So the wonderfulness. what's happened for me is that I may think that I really like this rebound. It has nothing to do with, let's say I'm over my ex, it's been over because you know how women are. It's like, man, I've been checked out. Like, I'm not thinking about you, but this is fun and exciting and whatever. And I mean like, oh, I really like this dude. And then it runs its course. And I'm like, once that fizzles out, I'm like, I didn't really like that person. You're just under this emotional state where that can confuse you, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, even even if a woman's thought about it for a while or a dude, let's say, and then they eventually, you know, say, okay, we're, we're, we're going to break up or, you know, we're going to go our own separate ways. Sometimes the reality needs to hit too. yeah. Because even if you're just going through the motions of messaging one another and talking on the phone, even if your heart isn't into it, once that stops completely cold turkey, that's when it becomes like a real reality. It's like, oh, okay. And then that's when all the thoughts start coming in. Mm. It's just like if, let's just say even like sometimes if you left work, let's say you're going on to a different uh, company, Mm -hmm. you're working for a different company or, or whatever, right? It's like, yeah, like I'm excited about this new endeavor. At the same time, I can't help but think about how I used to do it over there and mm, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. So, yeah. So I think, um, but yeah, in general, I usually, if, if uh, uh, when I date, if they tell me that it's been a short term, I mean, if it was, if it's a short period between the last breakup, I, I walk with caution. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, just, okay. But it's really hard. <laughs> it's like we, as the person, you tell yourself like, okay, if, this, you know, once this ends, like don't immediately go back out to the bars and blah, blah, blah. But that loneliness of every weekend you had something to do and now you're just sitting there eating, watching TV or whatever, crying. It's just is like- Is that a don't? What, what number is that? No, I'm just saying like the feeling that you <laughs> That's get. That's gotta be a don't because I, we all do that. That's a bad idea yeah. in general. It's usually better to get out there and start working out and, you know. No, I'm just saying not the eating the part. I'm just saying that like, wait. that's why like sometimes you get back out to the bars because it's like, or just things in general, because you had this, um, where you weren't just by yourself and the weekends start to get real boring, I guess they should say. Well, it's that too. But again, let's say you've been the one that, that they, let's say she broke up with you. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, to a certain degree, you're feeling a certain kind of way. So you want to feel desired again. Right. So, and if you're a woman and, and she was the one that got dumped, she's probably feeling like, okay, I've just been rejected. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not feeling great right now. Yeah. I would love to get a little attention from somebody. And so you go out. Yeah. Most, most women, that's usually how they deal with things, right? They're like, hey, let's go out, girl. Let's go have some drinks. Let's go party. Forget that guy. Mm-hmm. Woo, this, shots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you go out there and it's a bad idea to your point because you're in a vulnerable spot. But at the same time, you also like, I'm, I don't want to feel rejected. That's yeah. a hard feeling when somebody tells you, no, I don't want to be with you anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like your company is no longer required. <laughs> I would really not want to hang out with you at all anymore. Yeah. It hurts. And you're like, okay. 
is is there somebody else out there that likes me? Like, I, I need a little more attention. Like, I can't be that horrible. Mm. And so you go out there, you put yourself out there. Again, guys um, will typically, at least the wolves anyways, they can tell. Mm. They'll spot you out and then like, oh, that's that's the vulnerable one right there. Mm-hmm. And so especially the the really nasty wolves, they'll, they'll know exactly what to do to make you feel better. And they usually come off with very charming very sweet. They're going to make you feel desirable again. They're going to mm. make you feel like a princess. They're going to make you feel sexy and beautiful and all the things that obviously the relationship that you were in wasn't. Mm. Of course, now all of a sudden you're going to do things that you ordinarily wouldn't do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then a whole laundry list of regrets. So it's okay to maybe after the breakup you stay home and just try to heal. It's usually the best way. It's yeah. just men tend to do that. They'll go overboard. They stay home too much where mm. their buddies are like, dude, enough is enough. Let's yeah. get out there. Let's go do something. Um, women in general, and I'm speaking in generalities, usually they they handle it much different. They're like, no, girl, let's get back out yep. there. Let's get out there as quickly as possible. Show everybody what you're worth. Let's see. Yep. Let's, let's put it out there. And it's like, I don't know which one is better, <laughs> but what I do know is that you do need to deal with it one way or the other, however it is that you, whatever your process is. I think they could both be destructive depending on what you're doing. So what I've heard from men um, after like a serious relationship ends, they were like, I'm just diving into work. Like to your point, they just, they don't go out. It's just work, work, work. And you're just staying at home and whatever. And you're right. I think, I don't know why guys do that maybe because. Control. Um, That's what that is. It's a sense of control when when your life is chaotic, right? And all of our lives, we talk about relationships, obviously, right? But there's work life, there's your family life, there's your friends, there's your romantic partners. And so when something is out of your control, especially when it's another person, or let's say even if you have kids for that matter, Mm -hmm. and they're doing things that you have no control over, like it's just part of it. The one thing that you can control is your work. Working out is another thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can work out so you know how much weights you can lift or whether or not you want to stay in the gym for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. It's a it's something that you can control because everything else is chaotic. Mm-hmm. I just got dumped. I didn't want to get dumped. <laughs> okay. I thought we were going to be together forever. My heart's broken. It's it's I have no control over anything. What do I have control over? It's like, okay, working out and work. Mm-hmm. It's like, let me dive into this because here I'm important. Here um, I'm treated with respect and I can control certain things to a certain degree. Do you think the differences by the way, um, a woman would handle that is because, um, if we're trying to feel desired by men, is that why we go out and, you know, try to be hit on and all that kind of stuff? Because it's, um, I mean, you feel the same, you still feel rejected if you're a man, but for women, maybe it hits harder because we think like, oh, am I not pretty enough? Am I not you know, do I not turn him on or whatever? Do you think, think that's so. why we do yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, 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 in, I think it depends on the person, right? Um, a lot of times looks gets a lot of attention. It's the way you look. It's the way you look. It's the way you look. We can't get around it, especially for men. We're visual creatures. So that's mm-hmm. that's the thing, right? Um, and then, of course, I've heard, you know, like women kind of size each other up. Guys will size each other up when we walk into a room mm-hmm. and we see other guys and we're like, I can take that dude. And if that dude did try anything, like I can whoop that dude and I can whoop that dude. That dude's a threat. That dude's not a threat. You assess everything, right? I'm I'm assuming that women, it's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but the same, right? I, I don't know if you guys assess other women like that. That woman's a little more flirtatious or that one looks like trouble or you know what I like mm. keep her away from my man because I could already see you know what I mean mm. I don't know if that's you would be better equipped to tell me that but I do know that for guys we do that right and we'll we'll kind of assess a room it's like okay where's the danger where's everything at and then mm. once I've made that assessment then I can calm down and do that but if if women do that too and it's a competition of who's um more good looking in the room or who's the prettiest who's got the dress who's got the flash whatever then yeah that 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 might be a thing. I'm not gonna say never, but I don't recall doing that. <laughs> like, I mean, I may notice a beautiful woman in the room, but I don't think I go into the room and like scan for like as a yeah. threat kind of thing. I don't know if I remember yeah. or doing that. Well, but, but here's what might happen too, right? Let's say you're with you're with somebody and you've been with them for a long time, and you start to take them for granted as a guy, right? You start taking your girl for granted. You don't tell her as pretty as she used to be, right? So you don't tell her anymore like you used to. You don't go over over the top. And so 
now you go to a public setting and he's already not doing that. Mm -hmm. And let's say he starts to stare at a woman or you catch him looking at a woman Mm. more or longer than he really should. Uh You're going to feel a certain kind of way about that. Even if you're not assessing the room, you're like, wait a minute, you're looking a little too hard right now. (laughs) And so now that you're looking a little too hard, that's got to be a horrible feeling on the inside because you hear you are thinking I've done all this for you Mm. and you're, you're, you barely made a comment about it and you're over here gawking at this woman, this is not a good feeling, right? And and, and the problem is you're not even paying attention because there might be dudes that are gawking on you. You know what I mean? Well, that's a Looking dumb dude. You. Doesn't doesn't a guy know that it's like... Uh, Guys don't. Guys don't. Well, I see like those memes on Instagram where it's like uh, they're at a gym and he's like working out with his girlfriend and then another girl comes over and she starts bending down and he'll look at the girlfriend and like look around like... <laughs> Cause he knows it's like, don't be stupid, bruh. Like, don't be, come on now. <laughs> but we're dudes. What are you going to do? Sometimes you can't help it. But yes, you do have to avert your eyes and make sure not to get yourself in trouble. But I do the same thing. If I saw someone, if I was in a relationship and we're out to dinner and I saw an attractive dude, I mean, when someone walks past you glance because that's just what you do. But like, yeah, I know it's like, if I wanted to look at this person longer than whatever, I wouldn't do that. In yeah. front of my boyfriend. I yeah. don't know. So. Um, number four is don't casually ask mutual friends about them. So oh, don't say, yeah. how's John doing? Yeah. Is he with anybody? John is living his that, best life, girl. <laughs> whatever yeah, that, whatever that person says, you're not going to want to hear that answer. So don't ask questions that you don't want to know the answer to. Um, John is the happiest he's ever been. He's lost oh weight. He looks great, man. Yeah. He's buffed up. He's, he's got this girl. Out. She's yeah. smoking hot. He's dressing better. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Because if you do ask, it's because you want them to know that they're doing bad. It's like, oh, and John gained 40 pounds. He lost his job. <laughs> that would make you feel good then. It's like, yeah, he's in the dumps. He's Maybe if he hurt you badly, you'd be like, see, you could have had it real good with me, but look at you now. <laughs> That's just plain mean. But yeah, I mean... I don't know. I can kind of see because even if you don't ask your mutual friends, they might come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. I think mutual friends, and I've been a mutual friend. You just know, don't mention them. Oh yeah, I'd just be like that person doesn't yeah. exist. But but sometimes you it, it might slip out mm-hmm. if you went to an event and that person was there, mm-hmm. you know, and they're asked, "Well, who was there?" Oh, um, Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> Sandy. Uh-huh. <laughs> John and uh, what's his name? <laughs> Do you think that a friend would lie? Let's say that I asked how John was doing and you went to a concert with John and his new girlfriend. If I said, uh, was he with anybody? Do you think that some friends would just lie because they don't want to hurt? Hopefully not. I, I don't particularly like lying to, to, to friends or, or any of that. What right? if I said, oh, wait, let me give you a scenario. Okay, yeah. let's say John's my ex-boyfriend. You went out with a concert with him, his new girlfriend. Yeah. What if I asked you, is she better looking than me? <laughs> Wow. Is that don't number six? Because that should be don't number six of never ask that question right there. But you as my friend, would you lie? I, I, you, know. <laughs> you just said you didn't want to lie, but if she did look better, I mean, you better not say that. I didn't want to lie, but it, at the same time, it's like uh, compared to what? Because everybody's taste is different, I suppose. If you were bold enough to ask that question, <laughs> I suppose I would have to give you the best answer that I could come up with. You better lie. But I think people would have more of a problem more with, let's just say, like you weren't invited. Mm -hmm. Let's say, come to find out that it was couples only. Mm -hmm. So it was a couples only event. Let's say it was a a, a game night, trivia night. Okay. And it was only couples and you haven't coupled up, but John did. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why John was there with his new girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You weren't there because now you're going to feel excluded from events because like, oh, that's crappy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And- being a mutual friend, it puts you in a weird, you almost, almost have to pick a side. Mm. Like, okay, who are we going to continue hanging out with? Yeah. Is it going to be Robbie or is it going to be John? <laughs> <laughs> Better be me. <laughs> but John's got a girlfriend now. And we and do apparently she's hotter stuff. than me. <laughs> You're like, Robbie, she's a 10, you a 5. I mean. But would, would it really make a difference? Let's just say she wasn't. Would that make you feel better? Or well, would I wouldn't that ask. Make, yeah, but, but I'm just saying, do you think it would make that person feel better to know? As a woman, yes. Okay. If he, uh, what's the word? Um, 
traded down. Uh-huh. Uh, I think, down. think that would make anyone <laughs> feel better, right? I guess. I, I I don't know. Like if you, if I was with you and like, let's say that, you know, you're a 10 or whatever, and then you see me out somewhere and the dude that I'm with now, yeah. let's say, well, I won't say the, the traits, but let's just say he's not great. Like right. he's like a four. Sure. Wouldn't you feel be like. I would be confused and be like, okay, maybe there's something else there, but it wouldn't make me feel any better. Like it, it doesn't, like, let's just say again, you know, and, and I consider myself a solid five <laughs> on the scale. So I'm a solid five, but let's say that my ex was dating somebody that was like a 10, right? Uh-huh. Brad Pitt or Leo or something. I wouldn't feel any kind of way about it. It still hurts irrespective of, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it could be the, you know, the most horrible looking dude in the world. It doesn't matter. It's Maybe it's hurt. something that we say to ourselves of like, yes, you're right. If I saw my ex and he's with, and I, let's say I still, he broke up with me, broke my heart. I see him out with somewhere, even if she's not, you know, if she's less attractive, mm-hmm. it still hurts. I get that. But maybe... um if they were less attractive, maybe the person would feel better, be like, oh, well, he had well, to trade down or maybe I, I this is what's this. out there. I don't know. I'll say this much. For me, I don't focus too much on that. The one thing that I usually do after I break up with somebody or somebody breaks up with me, which is usually <laughs> in most <laughs> cases what happens, um, I go out of my way to better myself at that point. I don't really concern myself too much with what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. Going to go hit the gym, going to start eating better, going to start exercising. A, not only does it help me feel better, the endorphins and all the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the good stuff that goes on there. And B, it also keeps me busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then C, the byproduct is going to be, and I might go shopping. So again, as I start getting in better shape and I start looking better, I might go and buy myself a suit or go buy myself, you know, a nice pair of, you know, Jordans or something, mm-hmm. something that makes me feel better. And then I'm just going to continue to, to perpetuate that until I get to a point where I'm good. Now, again, if I see her with somebody else, yeah, I might bring up some some emotions, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm working on myself. Let's, let's put it that well, way. Well, that leads into number five. Number five is don't stop taking care of yourself. To your point, everything you're saying, I agree with. You should. Um, I, I think maybe for me, I would take a little time to be sad and that's okay. Um, but then after that, I would do the same thing. It's like, okay, let me get, you know, my life, whatever it is that you were wanting to do, or like I said, eat better, like, oh, I do want to join a gym now, like all that thing, or maybe sleeping more of like, okay, I need to make sure I, you know, get my eight hours. So all the things that would make you feel better. Now I will say for me, um, after a breakup, I have a tendency just because I'm so upset, I don't eat. So there is that um, short period of time where I'm not, I guess, taking care of myself because I'm so upset that I won't eat. So then you start to lose a lot of weight and not in a good way. Like it's, it'll come right back, but it's just Been like. there before. That's a do, right? Or is that a don't? Because <laughs> you can drop a good 10 pounds really quick. I know, but it's not taking care of yourself. I mean, it's you know. You're sad and you're not eating because you're upset, sure. um, which is not good. But that's kind of... You lose weight and you're looking good, so... Yeah, but it's not like good. It's like you drop weight that fast. It's not going to be good. It's going to be saggy. It's not like you're losing weight, you're eating better and whatever. It's just like you're sad all the time. You're probably going to be dehydrated, probably going to be laying in bed a lot. But I would say, you know, aside from the working out, right, because that's going to get your your endorphins and a lot of good stuff going on. But I I also see, because again, I don't think necessarily staying home a lot is also a solution. I think... That's usually the good time to reconnect with friends. I'm mm-hmm. not saying use your friends, right? Because they might call you out as like, hey, when you were John, we never saw you. Now all of a sudden we're mm-hmm. seeing you all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So you might have to deal with that if you didn't maintain the relationships yeah. well. But being social, being out with family, being in, um, again, not clubs and not bars. Right. But going to events with friends is like, hey. Like we're festivals. Gonna, or, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's always a good idea because it gets you out. It, it, it's like the world is a bigger place. Yes, that is not great, but at least you're out and about, you're being social, you're, you're interacting with people. And then of course, you know, when you're, when you're at home by yourself, that's when it usually hits you. And again, you'd be like, okay, well, let me go work or or go do something else. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's always a good idea. That's when you really, you reconnect with your friends and your family and yeah. everybody and you start building those relationships. And then again, once you, cause here's the thing that happens in a lot of relationships, don't get me wrong. You're exclusive, so you're with one another a lot, Mm -hmm. but it can't be everything. Mm -hmm. Like you do need a separate life. You do need your friends. You do need your family. You do need to spend time with them sometimes too 
and not that other person. Not because you don't like them. Yeah. But it's good to just, you know. Well, if you maintain that, those relationships, even when you're with someone, you won't run into that situation where the friend's like, hey, man, when you were John, you were like, you know, Jose who or whatever. It's like, I know that when you're in a relationship, you can't devote too much time to other things because every person's going to want to spend the majority of their time with their their, their partner, but don't completely just X everybody. Here's what ends up happening too, though. Let's just say that they know John and they've spent time with John too. Uh You always have to be careful because they also will start telling you like, you know what? I never really liked it. Oh, yeah. The truth will come out. I know you guys are together, Ravi, and you were, you, were, you were together for a long time, but honestly, didn't like the man at all. Yeah. He was creepy or, you know, like little things just start to come out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe he stared at me a little too long or whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Like that stuff starts to come out. So you always have to be careful as a friend. And I know this isn't that, but you have to be careful. Like don't stay, don't say stuff like that because if they start telling you all the negative stuff. You might get in defense mode mm-hmm. and be like, no, he's not like that or no, this, that, and the other. And then what's going to end up happening, you're going to like him more because you're defending him, mm. right? So you, you as a friend, you also have to be careful not to give too much of that information because, yeah. yeah. I had a situation like that not that long ago where um, a friend of mine, their relationship had ended and I did not, the other person that they were with was not a good person. And I had to really fight myself to not be like, you're, um, this is a good thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I didn't like him. He was a POS or whatever. Like I didn't, but like, it's hard to yeah. not. I saw, I saw a thing on that. Uh, I think it was Instagram or TikTok and it's a guy and a girl and they're calling another dude on the phone uh-huh. and the guy's like, Hey man, it could have been John or Kevin. Let's say Kevin is like, Hey Kevin, what's going on? He's like, what's going on, man? He's like, yeah. So so-and-so isn't my girlfriend anymore. Oh, I And then saw the that. other guy is like, thank God, she was such a bitch. <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. She's my fiance now. And he's like, oh. And the girl's all like, what the hell? Yeah, because yeah. all that stuff. So again, it's like, you got to give it some time. Yeah. You don't need to say stuff like that. Maybe you let some time pass. Let's say a couple of years and you're like, you know what? I never really did like John. Yeah. And here's the reasons why. Well, because you don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's kind of like when somebody is getting a divorce. Um, and I had this scenario happen to me recently where a friend of mine was saying like, oh yeah, like me and so-and-so, we decided to get a divorce. Your mind always goes to, you want to say like, I'm so sorry. But for this person, it was like a really good thing. So yeah. it's like, you don't know if you should celebrate it or not. So right. if a relationship ends, it's like, fill it out how that your friend is feeling yeah. because it could be a really good thing. And they're like, no, I'm actually really happy yeah. that it's ended. So yeah. I don't know. You never or they could get back together. That's the other horrible bit too. Yeah. Now they know how you really feel. Right. About- <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you always have to be very, very careful. Like yeah. you don't know if it's over, over or... Kind of over. Maybe give it some time and for like a few years have passed, be like, you know, I never did like John. Right, right. Or just keep it to yourself either way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, number six, and you're going to love this one. Uh, no drunk texting. Oh, now, I love drunk texting. I've never done this and here's why. Because when I'm sad, I don't drink. That's not my, I'm a happy drunk. Like I don't like to drink when I'm sad. That's when I just don't eat and whatever. Yeah. I know a lot of people do. I'm not judging. Um, for the drinking part, because you want to drown out your feelings, but drunk texting is like one of the worst things that you can do. It is. So I've done that before too. Yeah. So tell not us why. No, like, let's is not. It, it, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's move on to number seven. No, but like, why is it? Is it because you have liquid courage and you're trying to get answers? Are you trying to well, beg for them back? Like, so what is it? Here's the thing, right? This is the the thing about alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. Thing about alcohol cheers. is cheers. <laughs> Yay. Here's the thing about alcohol. It gets you to a point where uh your inhibitions, right? You're not thinking. Mm. You would you're doing things that you ordinarily would not do, right? Yeah. And a lot of people make bad decisions when they're drinking. Lots of bad decisions. Right? Mm. At the time, again, when you're drinking, it's like, yay. It's a good idea for me to stand on this table and dance. <laughs> yeah. And then when you fall horribly and hurt yourself or break something or you have all these bruises, it's like that was a bad idea. Mm. Under normal circumstances, I would never do that. But now because I'm drunk or, you know, I'm not thinking straight. And so you do it, right? Yeah. Because it shuts off that part of your brain that says don't, mm. don't do that. <laughs> That's not a good idea to do I that. have gotten drunk texts from ex-boyfriends and it's usually like... um, 
like you um you're such a great person you're so beautiful like don't i don't know it's <laughs> it's usually like i take it as like a little bit of regret maybe on their part that it didn't work out right um and they're maybe well because because what happens right is when you're drinking uh even if you start out being a happy drunk yeah. once you get so far into it you can't stop your thoughts, yeah. right? Now, you, those thoughts would come to you even if you weren't drinking. Mm -hmm. The problem is that when they hit you when you are drinking, then you're going to do something that you should not do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So again, let's just say, you know, you're a woman or yeah, I'll say a woman, right? Because a guy, it's a different. But let's say you're a woman, you find somebody attractive. You might not jump his bones right then and there. But if you've been drinking mm. and then you find them attractive, then you're like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And to a certain degree, you have to. Now, sometimes, and, and, and women do this, I'm sure men do it too, right? It gives you that liquid courage, right? Because let's say you see somebody at a bar and if you're sober, you might not want to go and talk to them. But after a drink or two, you're yeah. like, okay, I'm loosening it up. And you know what? If she says no, she says no. No big whoop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then you go up there like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Maybe you you build up the courage to ask her out or you know, just strike up a conversation. Mm. So again, I'm not saying it's all bad, but I'm just saying you got to be very careful. And if, if you're in an emotional state, then it's usually not a good idea. Once me, those thoughts hit. It makes me think of like um, dancing like at a club. Like it's hard to just go out there on the dance floor until you've had a few. Then it gives you to be like, okay, like F it, I'll just do it. But before it's... I've gone out to clubs and I've met women and I'm like, man, if I was sober, that would not have happened. <laughs> I'm sure women have just a laundry list of those mm. types of scenarios. Uh, but I've, you know, I've had uh, my few where I'm like, why did I do that? That's I another reason why you shouldn't that. get drunk after because you may um, get into bed with people right after because you're upset and you're adding the alcohol and you're going to probably regret that. Uh -huh. So... Uh -huh. Drinking, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this is an ad for not drinking. <laughs> As we're drinking, <laughs> drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah, but we're not in emotional states right now, and yeah. it's not. It's just not a. It's just not a good idea all the way around. But yeah, so what you can do, um, I don't know if you remember. Uh, <laughs> it was a movie called uh, I think it was called The Intern. It's with Vince Vaughn and another one. Anyways, mm -hmm. they develop an app for that. Mm. That if you were intoxicated, you couldn't text anybody. It would oh. stop you from texting people. <laughs> what do you say? Like, there's like a breathalyzer hooked up to the phone. How I do forgot they? How they were gonna do it? But I think it like I don't remember how it was. I don't know if you tell it like you're gonna be out and about and you've been drinking or whatever. But it keeps on asking like, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure?" Or something like that. Or it stops. Oh my you from yes. <laughs> but maybe you would do that beforehand. Let's say let's say you did develop an <laughs> like app. put it on like airplane mode or something where like well, you can't. I'm just saying like let's say like you put it in you use the app and you're like okay I'm gonna tag all these people that I should not text <laughs> mm. because I know I'm about to go out and have fun so I'm not gonna text like friends that's fine because yeah. they'll, they'll get your silly stupid text and they're gonna be like oh. Jose but what if you're like, oh, again. I'm better than, I'm stronger than that. I'm not yeah, worried. You're not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. You need to develop something to, 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 to basically, you know, help you from getting in front of yourself, right? When like get, making bad decisions. Yeah. But, you know, somebody will develop it someday, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Um, number seven is revenge should not be on your mind. Um, I've never been in a situation where I got dumped and revenge even popped into my mind. Mm. I know that it does for some people. Um, I guess maybe the sweetest, I don't want to call it revenge, but like is taking care of yourself, bettering yourself. Sure. It's kind of a form of that, but in a good way, I guess it's like, okay, you didn't want me and that's fine. I'm going to better myself and maybe... I don't want to say like, I'll show you, but it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to be good without you. Don't worry yeah. about that. But um, I know, I'm not going to say men don't do this, but a lot of women do um, where, I mean, it could show up in a variety of things, but something that comes to mind is like, um, maybe you try to get with one of his friends or something, <laughs> which is a terrible idea, but I've heard <laughs> that it happens is that a lot. What you heard? That's what I heard. <laughs> or so they say. Yeah, I think uh, revenge is not a good idea in general. Mm. Um, but I think it depends on the situation. Again, if you feel like you were wronged, that's the first bit, right? Yeah. But even with that, you always have to be careful whenever you 
whenever you feel like you've been wrong. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But a victim mentality is not a good thing. Yeah. In general, it's just not. Because what it'll do is it'll allow you to justify every action that you do from there on in. Yeah. Because and you're not reflecting on your own self after the relationship, which is what you should be doing. Yeah. Well, so, you don't, you just don't want to, yeah, you just don't want a victim mentality. Yeah. Because if you feel like you're wrong, then anything you do is justified. Yeah. Including, you know, sleeping around with men, whatever, even though you're slashing their tires. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even that too, right? All of that, none of that is, is going to be good. And, but, but again, it depends on the situation. If you feel like, oh, he was just dangling me along or he was seeing me and three other girls, I can see how you would feel, you know, hurt and like, like you were, you know, you were hurt, right? Like he purposely did this to me. Again, it's not a good idea because then you'll start doing things that you really should not do, like screaming out his window, going over his house, trying to confront him or any of that stuff, which is just not a good idea. (laughs) I had this one guy that vandalized my car two times while we were in a relationship. He was crazy. While you were in a relationship? I think I was trying to leave him maybe. This was a long time ago. I'm trying to remember. I know it was twice, but um, I remember thinking, actually one time I remember we were broken up and he was like trying to get back with me, but I don't know how smashing my windshield is going to make me want to be with you again. (laughs) That's (laughs) that's a romantic gesture. His mind, I guess, maybe he thought... Yeah, she'll come around when she has to fix this window. (laughs) I did this for you. For you. I don't just go around breaking any girl's window, girl. This is for you. That's so special. (laughs) All these other girls, they got their windows intact. Yeah, losers. (laughs) But not you. (laughs) You get a brand new windshield. (laughs) Those losers have the old original ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, revenge is not good. Number eight is don't spend all your time alone. So we talked about this earlier about, um, in an emotional state, you should be seeking out your friends and family Mm -hmm. for, and they're going to know, like, obviously if you tell them or if you're close to them, they're going to know, and they're going to, if they're good friends or they're good people for your family, (laughs) they're going to try to be there for you in very positive ways. Um, and that's usually what I do is like, if I'm newly single and I'm feeling emotional, I may take that week to be by myself. But after that, it's like, okay, I'm going to see my friends and family more often than I would normally to yeah. try to, you're just trying to heal. Yeah. Being in your head is not a good idea in general. Yeah. Um, and, and we tend to do that and it's just not a good idea. It's just not. Now, the other thing that could happen too is what if they, your friends and family really like that person? Mm. <laughs> like, oh no, what did you, yeah, don't what say- happened? John was phenomenal. Why'd you mess great- up with John? We thought you were going to get married. <laughs> John was such a great guy. Oh my gosh, what happened? Yeah, that's Yeah, don't horrible. say that. I I find it hard to believe that if anybody, friend or family came to me and like, you know, you said like, oh, Jennifer broke up with me and you're clearly, your heart is hurting. Why would I be like, oh no, I really like Jennifer. Mm. Jennifer was badass, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But I, I think that's probably the most healthy thing that you can do yeah. after a relationship ends. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, again, being in your head for too long is not a good idea. Yeah. It's usually good to be out and about with other people and socialize. I mean, you should do that anyways. Yeah. I mean, like I said, even being with one person too much is not a good thing. It's usually good to get away from time to time and, and connect with your friends and family and things like that. Again, if you can bring that person in with you, that's great too. And yeah. there, there are a couple out there that they do everything together. Yeah. It's very few that it's few and far between, you know, any activities that they don't do. Yeah. But I think you do need a little bit of time. I know I'm one the person that I do need my alone time. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm in a relationship, I do need I have noticed that um yeah, I try to find a balance. If mm-hmm. I'm alone too long, I'm like, okay, I need to be with other people. Yeah. Like I need to just be interacting. Aside from just work, right? Although, you know, I do that too. But it's like, no, no, I need to be in social settings with other people and not yeah. work and so friends family and whatnot but yeah I, I agree it's it's not good to be how do you yourself. balance that as uh being an introvert as you are of like <laughs> making yourself like get out there like that? Uh, well most of my friends and family that know me mm-hmm. know that I can only tolerate so much um and so if I leave early they don't give me crap about it they used to all the time like oh man come on we're just mm-hmm. getting us like yeah but I gotta go home 
So nowadays they don't say that anymore. They give me a little bit of crap just because like, oh man, all right, well, you know, if you got to go, you got to go. I do remember that about you when we first became friends and we were going to like happy hours and stuff like that, you would always leave early. And I never, before I knew that you were an introvert, introvert, I never really understood. I was like, why is he always leaving? Like what's, everything's good. You've reached your limit of... Because again, there's only so much, because there's things that are socially acceptable. Mm -hmm. And then there's stuff that when you're home, you can just do whatever you want to (laughs) kind of thing. You know Uh what I mean? So I can't go around like picking my nose or burping. Is that why you leave early? Because you're like, I have this boogie. Yeah, yeah. I just like, I just, I just need to just decompress. And I, I, you know, and again, when you're in a social setting, they're asking you questions. So you have to think about the response. You don't necessarily want to offend anybody. But let's say it's a good conversation. Again, it, it takes a tremendous amount of mental capacity to do all that mm. and still be, you know, without going like haywire, you know, and yeah. stuff. Let's say you do, you're passionate about something, but you know that it might offend a whole bunch of people and it's not worth you going on a rant about. You have to hold back. And it's yeah. like, okay, let's say they're talking about politics or a movie or whatever. And then, so when you go home, you don't need to deal with anybody. Yeah. You're just by yourself and it's just like, okay. I get it if you're in a situation where it's like a, maybe a work thing and you're like, you're not really friends with any of these people and you're like, eh, you get kind of exhausted mentally, like your point. But like, if I'm having a good time, I'll stay out all night. Like, I don't <laughs> like, I'll sit here and talk to you for 14 hours. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I mean, I've had those, I've had those before too, but, yeah. but I can only take so much. And then after a while, but if I've been at home for a long time or I've been by myself for an extended period of time. Then, then it's I'll, different. Yeah, I can stay out a lot longer. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I'm really having fun. Like, this is this is great. Yeah, I can understand. Like, let's say it's like a Friday and work was busy and you were just on all day Friday during the day and then you go to happy hour. I can understand because you're already mentally exhausted mm-hmm. and having to keep, the, even if you are an extrovert, maybe it would be hard after like a really long day to like just keep, you're having to be on, you yeah, know, but, for so long. Yeah. Um, number nine is don't pretend everything is okay. Oh, I love pretending. <laughs> Pretend? That makes me think of, what is that? The Longest Yard? Or wait, no, Waterboy, where he is like, visualize an attack. He's like, pretend? Yeah. He thinks he's a baby. Yeah. Um, pretend that everything is okay. I think this is not good. You're only fooling yourself. If you're not okay, it's okay to tell your friends and family or whatever. Like, look, I'm not doing okay. And like I said, if they're good people or they know you really well, they're going to know how to try to help you with that. Right. Um, but I know a lot of people, and I'm sure I've done this before too, of like, it's it's fine. It's fine. Everything's yeah. okay, but it's not. Right. Yeah. Um, people do that. <laughs> they do that on dates too. Again, let's say, you know, I'm talking to somebody, it's a first date and they said, yeah, I just got a relationship about uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's fine. I'm okay. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And it's like, mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then you must have not liked them, right? You could you could say that and they're like, no, we did. You know, we're together for three years. Okay. So then you, clearly you're not okay. Yeah. There is something going on. But again, you only need to scratch the surface a little bit. But I, I would say the the problem with you saying okay when you're not genuinely okay mm-hmm. is that it still has that power over you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're able to say, I'm not okay right now. At least you've addressed the, you know, 600 pound gorilla in the room, right? Because it's like, if you can't even say it, or if you can't even say their name, mm. then clearly you're not over it. If it, if it invokes that, uh, an emotion out of you, yeah. then you're not over it. But if you say, you know, I'm, I'm not okay, at least you put it out there. It's like, okay, now here's the problem. And like any problem solving, you need to figure out what the problem is, right? If, yeah. Especially if you're at work. Something's not working. Okay, what's the problem? Well, the machine isn't doing this or the the report isn't doing this or we're not able to produce this. Okay, find out, isolate what the problem is. Then mm-hmm. we can figure out what the what the solution. But if you just say, oh, there's nothing wrong. We're just not meeting our quota or we're just yeah. not getting things done. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why are we not? Yeah. Clearly something's wrong. So, but yes, once you once you put it out there, then you can work on it. And then slowly you will get to a point where you're like, I'm okay. Or... You don't need to necessarily say, okay, but you can say, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with it or I've dealt with it and I'm able to move on and, and it's going to transition, right? Because you can't stay in that mode of, I, I'm just feeling horrible forever. Yeah, Life has to go on and you do need to figure out a way. There are people though, I'm not going to lie to you, that after a breakup, whether it's a divorce or a, a hard breakup, they sometimes don't recover. Yeah. It happens. 
it, it really does happen. If they, if that person felt that the other person was the love of their life and there will never be anyone else, which is again, why you don't want to be by yourself too much yeah. because you're your own thoughts and you're like thinking to yourself, this is it. She mm -hmm. was the most wonderful person in the world and she was my soulmate and she was my everything and now she's gone. So I'm done. You know, and yeah. it's like, you're not. <laughs> the world is a big place and there might be another woman out there that's even better than what you think. And so like you can't, you can't stay in your own thoughts. I much. think another indicator, if you're the friend, um, people try to mask it with anger of like, let's just say, and it's the same, on the same lines, like you're trying to pretend that you're okay, but it's just like, man, like, let's say um, that I was with someone for like four years and it ended and I'm heartbroken and then I'm telling you about it and I'm like, like, it's okay. Like on to the next one. I try to act so like hard or even if you're angry about it, even for long periods of time. So let's say six months have passed and you say like, hey, I was just checking on you. Um, I, you know, I know it's been a while since you and John split up. How are you feeling? Whatever. I'm like, man, like forget him. And like, if you're too angry, I guess about it, yeah. you know that I'm not over it. Yeah. There's so, what people say and how they act. And if they don't yeah. match up, right, then you know it's, they're not. Right. Because <laughs> subconsciously you're going to do things and the anger will come out of it. And it's not, um, I think some people maybe um, try to pretend like it's not a big deal to try to seem stronger Again, it's it's okay if you're hurt. If I was in a four year relationship and I try to go to you and be like, "Oh, it was nothing. Like I'm I'm fine with it. Like you you know I'm not fine. No one's gonna be fine after a four year relationship ended and your heart was broken. Right. Like you don't have to act tough. It's okay. Sure. Don't drunk text them. But I, no, no, you don't want to do. That. I would say this, and this is my my only. If I was gonna give advice, give yourself. Everybody knows what they are are capable of, or at least. They kind of think they know what they're capable of. So I would say give yourself whatever amount of time you think it is because you can't stay. It's like one thing and everybody's different, mind you. But let's say you you guys broke up. It's been six months and you're still just as down as you were when you first broke up. Yeah. It's not right. I mean, like you need to get past it. Now, everybody's different. But for me, I usually give myself a time frame. Like, like I'm a gonna grace be, period. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to be sad, as sad as I can possibly be for the next month or two. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'm not saying I'm going to be completely over and be like, okay, now it's over. And I'm, but it's like, okay, after a month or two, I need to start moving on. At right. least start taking steps to move on and get to a to a different space because I can't stay in this space forever. And you won't, you're not allowing yourself to grieve if you also try to pretend that everything's okay. That so too. you're only prolonging whatever feelings you're going to feel. Right. So like, just like your point, it's like, okay, I'm going to give myself two months to be sad. It's okay to be sad. Yeah. This was a loss of somebody I cared about. Yeah. It's totally fine. But yeah, being like, yeah. oh, it's fine, whatever. And trying to put on this facade. Um, I think that that's... Yeah, no point. I, I agree, and you're absolutely a hundred percent right. <laughs> because if you don't do it, it's gonna rear its ugly head at a, at a later point, and it's not probably gonna be a good good thing. Yeah. So. Uh, number ten is don't instantly try to be friends with your ex. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would want to do this. You tell me, is that something you would say, Ooh. like, let's be friends, or would you really try to pretend to be friends? Uh, I'm not gonna say that. No. Let's just put it this way, right? And this happens a lot. It's not so much that you want to be friends, but they call you up, right? Classic thing. You break up. Let's say three months go by or six months. And let's just say that you really haven't spoken to one another. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden you do. And there's not any hard feelings exactly. And let's say you're in a situation where maybe you've had a drink or two. Mm -hmm. One thing can lead to another mm -hmm. because there's a certain amount of familiarity like again, yeah, but that's not instant though. You're talking about down the line. I'm saying yeah. instantly after the breakup. Oh, then yeah. you're trying to be. Uh, that's never happened. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like when some people break up, they're like, "Well, let's just be friends." Which <laughs> I don't yeah, know why anybody yeah. says that. No, that's not a good idea. That's not a good idea because clearly one, unless it was completely mutual. Yeah. Like we sat down and we're talking and we're like, "Yeah, I don't think it's working out." And the other person's like, "Yeah, me either." And it's like, "Yeah, I mean, like we gave it a go and like you know." Whatever, maybe they still want to be friends. Again, it depends on the situation. Yeah. But if there's still feelings or whatever, and you know that seeing that other person with somebody else is going to make you feel a certain kind of way, 
then you need to... Even if it wouldn't, I think you still should take some time. <laughs> like, just take a little bit of time. Sure. Um, number 11 is, it would be better if you stop looking at their photos, text, or love notes. So um, if you had a bunch of photos on your phone and you're sad, maybe scrolling through those photos no. probably isn't the best idea. Oh, yeah. Again... If you delete, I, you burn. If, if, I, if I know I can't get over it, yeah. I will delete completely everything off of there um, to the point where I can't even remember their faces anymore. Aww. But you have to. Yeah. You have to. Otherwise, you you can't move on. And really, that's more, it's a human trait, right? Mm. But it really makes sense to delete it because why, it's in the past. It's yeah. done. It's done. Now, again, friends and family and photos and things like that, that's a different story because you remember what they were when they were younger and like, you know, it's, that's a good feeling, right? Or yeah. let's say they passed away and you can remember what they look like. But a relationship, a failed relationship, which all purpose is intended, it's a failed relationship. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. You reading love letters of like, I'll never leave you. That's not going to make you feel good. Nope. Nope. It will not. Or pictures or any of that stuff usually don't. But, you know, again... Everybody's different. Yeah. Um, some people like to keep the memorabilia. Some people do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but then it could be an awkward situation where later on when you're with a new person. Yeah. And then you're, for whatever it is, let's say you're you're trying to show them a picture, you're scrolling, all of a sudden they pop up. Mm. Then you're, that's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, so I would have like a memorabilia box. I wouldn't say that I would immediately just destroy everything because I'm not looking in the box. I wouldn't do that. But I mean, like after I've healed, be like, okay, well, I'll just yeah. throw everything away. Yeah. I don't have to have a big ceremony. Hellraiser, it was started with a box and <laughs> did not end well in that movie. Um, the last one is don't say you'll never find love again. So we kind of talked about this. Of, I never will. <laughs> don't be, Don't say that it's over for you. <laughs> Everybody, there's someone for everyone. You will find love nope, again. It's over. It's done. <laughs> this is the last one. Uh, yeah, no. We it, do that because of the despair feeling, but it's not true. It feels that way. I it's know. like if you've ever been fired or laid off, you don't know where to go. Yeah. You feel lost. You feel and worthless. Like, okay, yeah. You're just like, I don't know what to do now at this point. It's, it's done. Um, and it's hard to, it's easier for us as humans to, um, look in the future and predict the bad things. Yeah. And that just happens to be, you know, one of the worst ones that, oh, I'm going to be by myself forever now. Yeah. And I'm never going to find love. It's so easy because again, but for me, you know, what interests me more because I'm just an optimistic person in general. I just, I'm always, always have been. I always think to myself, even though I have been, you know, I feel like, yeah, it's not going to work. But every now and again, I kind of also feel like, there might be a person out there that I haven't met yet. Yeah. And how cool is that? That there's a person out there that maybe we could be happy together. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. And I've never met her. Yeah. Like I'm I'm talking about her now, but I've never met her. I don't know what she looks like. Yeah. Don't know what she, you know, I don't know anything about her, but yet she's out there. It's just a matter of me finding her. And Most and, people would appreciate a fresh start. Like once you get some perspective on the yeah. situation, it's like, like to your point of like, my soulmate or whatever, this amazing person, they're out there. It's only a matter of time until I meet them. And I would say this much, and I'll just say this, every time you have a breakup, it's a learning opportunity. I know we've had one in the past where we talked about the breakups. It really genuinely is a learning opportunity. It will tell you what you can and cannot tolerate. Yeah. Whatever your standards are, even if you had a certain standard after that relationship, you're, you'll have to retool it a little bit. Yeah. And be like, okay, it turns out that I can do this. And it turns out this that I thought I can handle, I can't handle. <laughs> like, yeah. let's say you're okay with, with your current boyfriend or whatever. He played a lot of video games. And then you're like, you know what? Next boyfriend I have, sorry, he can't play that many video games. It's okay if he plays every now and again, yeah. but he can't be obsessed with it. I just cannot do that anymore. Like, mm -hmm. that's just not something that I can do, right? Or whatever the case may be. So you're going to learn and you'll retool what you can and cannot and your standards will be adjusted at a certain point. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you for um, exploring these X-Files. And uh, <laughs> an announcement to our listeners, I forgot to mention this a while back, we did start a YouTube channel. We did. So if you are a voyeur and you like to watch... <laughs> our YouTube channel, the link is in the show notes. Um, if you want yeah, to see. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This is a good one. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Bye. All right. Bye.